You're listening to Södertälje. Episode 8 The Canal Park This is still the name of the small park in front of the Catholic Church, next to the Mälar Bridge. But the site now has another official name, Zacharias Antelius Park. Zacharias Antelius? Who's that? We have to travel all the way back to the 17th century to meet him. More precisely to 1623, the time when King Gustav II Adolf had just founded Nortelje, and the city, which had previously only been called Telje, became Södertälje. Times are uncertain in 17th century Sweden. Sigismund, the Catholic king of Poland, has been deposed as king of Sweden, but it is rumored that he will try to regain the Swedish crown. The Swedish army gathers its forces in Södertälje, at the time an insignificant and neglected town. The people of Telje complain and are a thorn in the side of the crown. To put an end to the people's lamentations, the king and the chancellor Axel Oxenstierna give the city something that isn't available anywhere else in the country. A royal, well-educated mayor, Zacharias Antelius. Mr. Antelius is a skilled official, perhaps even overqualified for the job. He quickly gets to work trying to solve the city's problems. To help Södertälje get back on its feet, he applies for tax relief from the crown. But his most important task is to draw proposals for new city privileges, something that will allow Södertälje's burghers to trade and make a living without encroaching on Stockholm's interests and income, because the king and chancellor would never accept that. Antelius has a lot to do. Around Easter 1624, a parliament is to be held in Stockholm, and the mayor is intended to be one of Sedetelia's delegates. But then, a huge scandal breaks out. A secret is revealed that turns everything upside down. Queen Maria Eleonora's Italian lute player, Veraldi, reveals that Zacharias Antelius is secretly a Catholic. In strictly Lutheran Sweden, and with the imminent threat of the Catholic Sigismund in Poland, Antelius' crime is of the worst kind. Together with a group of other conspirators suspected of trying to poison King Gustav Adolf, Zacharias Antelius is accused of high treason. Now that the veil has fallen, no method is excluded. Antelius and his co-accused are put on trial and tortured in search of the truth. Neither high treason nor poisoning plans can be proven, but Catholicism is bad enough. Zacharias Antelius and his friends are sentenced to death. Saturday, September 11, 1624. The mayor of Södertälje, Zacharias Antelius, is taken with his friend, Göran Bär, also a secret Catholic, the short distance from the dungeon at Stockholm Castle to Stortorget. The whole of Stockholm is there to witness the spectacle. In the middle of the heated crowd in the square, a scaffold rises where the executioner waits with his newly sharpened sword. Twice, the executioner raises his sword. Two heads are separated from their bodies. 
but unlike many other executed prisoners. Antelius and his companion avoid having their severed heads impaled on stakes. They are instead buried on Riddarholmen, next to the old Franciscan monastery. For Södertälje, the scandal is embarrassing. But soon the name Zacharias Antelius will be all but forgotten. And so it would remain, until almost 400 years after his death, a park was named after him. You've been listening to Södertälje.